a lot of us as black people are constantly trying to fit into this mold that really is a white people mold. And I found that as well, even for a little while, I tried to situate myself into a social space. And then I realized the work that I do really isn't social. Like it's not some like you're not going to pick up a magazine and go, oh, there's Dr. Joan talking about depression again. (laughs) Right. And so what, where, how do I actually pull this into a scene that's social that really is not where I fit? Welcome to another episode of Hey, I'm Listening. I'm your host, Dr. Joan. And this week we are talking with Ariel Jackson about Black women, entrepreneurship, Black people in the entrepreneurial world, authentic social media marketing. I can't wait to get into this interview. Simple social marketing strategies that you can utilize being bold in sharing your story on social media. Welcome to the show, Ariel. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. It is good to have you with us today. Let me tell you a little bit about this beautiful individual that is in front of me. Ariel Jackson is the CEO of Authentica Influence. She specializes in social media marketing and advocates for diversity and inclusion. She loves assisting businesses in finding their authenticity. Ariel is happily married and enjoys traveling to new countries every year. Fitness, health, and brewing unique coffee are some of her passions. I love it. So Ariel, how many countries have you actually been to so far? So far, I have been to three. Nice. I say that sparingly because I can't remember. I, <laughs> I went on submissions trips. I went to school in a country and then I went, oh, I guess we went to Puerto Rico, but that's still part of the United States. So, sure. But yeah. It's, yeah, it's still kind of an independent nation yeah. on its own, right? Yes. So talk to us about Authentica Influence. I love that name, by the way. How did you you start it? Yeah, so I was working in the healthcare field. So like I said, I'm I'm passionate about women's health and fitness. And I thought that I was going to go, so I got my degree in business. I thought I was going to go back to school for a master's in nursing and do nurse practitioner and do stuff like that. I was, but I made the mistake of working in the healthcare field doing COVID and that burnt me out. And so I couldn't do it. (laughs) Um, So it overworked you to the point where you're like, no, this, that's enough of that. I'm out. Yeah. And and that's an important decision. So after that, then you decided entrepreneurship was it for you? Yes, I did. All right. And so tell us about Authentica and like in your mind, how did this form and shape itself into what it is today? Yeah. So it started off a virtual assistant um, because I got my degree in business and I thought that that was the only thing I could do was just admin work. I thought I only was able to do admin work. And then I realized through my virtual assistant stuff that I really am passionate about social media, but mm-hmm. not just social media being on it, but helping businesses and women entrepreneurs promote themselves authentically through social media and yeah. connect with their audience and just connect with people around the world because that's what social media is here for. So that's what Authentic Influence birthed out of us is just that passion for me to help people create authentic strategies and all that and just talk with people and get to know people. So, yeah. So, we'll get to some of the solutions in a little bit, but what are some of the challenges common amongst Black women entrepreneurs? And how do you think we can begin to move past this, especially using a tool or an avenue like social media? I think there's so many, so many things that I can say. (laughs) 
I think for me, um, it has been trying to, I felt like I had to fit into an aesthetic to just grow on social media. I had to fit into a specific aesthetic that wasn't geared towards Black women. It wasn't mm-hmm. geared towards anyone, honestly, that wasn't white. Right. <laughs> it was really, really hard to get yeah. in that. Really hard for people to even want to work with me because I'm seen as a Black woman, a, a woman that's too aggressive or that's too this and that's too take charge and that's too this. And that's why I really, really am passionate about working with Black women because you can be yourself mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if people think that you're too this and too that. Those are not your right. people. They can, yeah. go, they can go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that it's just really hard to show up as ourselves because of so many stereotypes that are put on us. Hmm. That's the biggest thing that I've ran into. So It is also, you said something really important, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of us as Black people are constantly trying to fit into this mold that really is a white people mold. And I found that as well, even for a little while, I tried to situate myself into a social space. And then I realized the work that I do really isn't social. Like it's not some, Mm -hmm. like you're not going to pick up a magazine and go, oh, there's Dr. Joan talking about depression again. (laughs) Right. And so what, where, how do I actually pull this into a scene that's social that really is not where I fit. It took me a long time. Well, not very long uh, to to see that, okay, what I do is not actually social. What Mm -hmm. I do is a very, it's a very serious conversation, but where do I go to have that particular conversation? Right. Mm -hmm. So I think you're, you're so you've hit it on the nail on the head that a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we're trying to fit into this space and we continue to just go into a space that's been created by a mindset that is this capitalistic colonial kind of mindset that is pervasive. And we don't think about the fact that we can create something for ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so true. how have you done it differently when you say, I love working with black women and, you know, all of that stuff. How have you began to shape the social media conversation a little bit differently than you know, say going into the templates that you're not really fitting into anyways. Yeah, I, this is going to sound super basic, but I just kind of do what I want, but I do it with a strategy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. So talk to us about that. Absolutely. So I, you know, create a social media content strategy for my clients and for myself. That's based on what we need and what we need to promote and who we're trying to target. But also I create it to promote the authenticity of that person. Mm -hmm. So for myself, for example, I have a business coach. I have some friends who are always trying to tell me what to do, which I appreciate. Obviously, as my business coach, I appreciate her giving me advice. But sometimes it can be very much templated kind of like you said and very much it doesn't it does not resonate with me (laughs) and so it's okay to say no to that and it's okay to say oh I'm not doing that but here's something that I can do and here's what I will do so yeah I create a strategy based on my desires and what I want to see and something that my audience loves to see and usually my audience loves to see me at my best and me promoting my authentic self whether that may be me like telling how I went through a struggle how I overcame it or how I created this social media strategy for my client and what we talked about what we did it's just but it's not it's not what everybody else is doing and it's not here's how you get 3,000 followers here's how you sign these through clients from this post or how you grow this reel to be I don't know 20,000 views it's not all of that jazz it's just authenticity and getting to know the person behind the brand 
I love that. But just this over the last couple of weeks, what, part of the work that I do is I go out to organizations that have environments that are less than peaceful, let me put it that way. And yeah. I will work with them to bring peace and calm and to allow that environment to be able to focus really on what they're there to do, right? right? So businesses have missions and visions, but if a workplace is constantly in conflict, there is no way that you can actually focus and achieve the thing that you're supposed to. So it led me to be in a position where I needed to develop a proposal and mm -hmm. I have a digital marketing uh, person that I work with. We developed a proposal that she shaped and I thought, well, not only does this not represent me, but it's not positioned in the way that I would position it. So mm -hmm. I began the journey of creating the proposal using similar content or some most of the content, I should say. And then I showed her a copy of it and she immediately started to like, suggests, oh, you know, business people aren't used to seeing images in a proposal, and they don't want to see something that looks magazine-y and that sort of thing. So I said to her, well, can we not shape this into something that's a combination of plastic professionalism, but also Dr. Jones style, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so she kind of just hands off at that point, And I kind of then went forward. In the end, I created this beautiful proposal that I am so proud of. It represents me, sent off the first one last night, uh, yeah. and that will be what I move forward with. Mm -hmm. I don't know if in the past if somebody had said, oh, you know, that they, they want professionals to kind of look this particular way. I don't know if I, in the past I would have been courageous enough to do that, but I am in that state now where I'm like... Yeah. This is me. This is what I bring to you. This is the authority that I have. You know, mm -hmm. this is how I can shape your organization. And by the way, look at my powerful, beautiful proposal at the same time. Right. Yeah. I love that. I love what you had to say. And that was kind of what was coming forward as you were speaking. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm proud of you. Good job. <laughs>